Sonic use version uh, of Get Into the Groove, which, interesting enough, is not on the Like a Virgin album. Hey, how you doing, Stout? Hi, Eric. Hello. How you guys doing? Fabulous. Fabulous. Good, good. Chris, you there? He's on mute, probably. Oh, he's on mute. Hit your mute button, Chris. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. I've uh, actually, 
uh, the last hour. I'm, or so. I'm here. You're here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What do you mean hit on mute, Eric? And you don't you even chat with me? Don't you even chat with me tonight? <laughs> 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 no, the last hour or so, I've been uh, prepping for this and uh, watching some old some Madonna live videos. I saw uh, what I just got done watching before I started the podcast was her at Live Aid in 1985 and man she owned it she what a performance and she and the thing is she wasn't lip singing she was dancing like this perfect choreography that she had with two male backup dancers and the backup dancers were also did background vocals and it's like wow that's awesome uh, yeah but how do you know she's not lip syncing you you can because it doesn't match what you hear on the album you know what i mean and she her okay. voice squeaks a couple times here or there and uh, you can hear the instruments in the background too, and the instruments don't exactly match up to what you'd hear on the album. Yeah, yeah, that's how I know. Yeah, that's how he knows, know. Chris. Okay, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I just was asking how. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't yeah. trying to be dank. Uh, no, that's okay, Chris. You you can be a dank. Like but Millie, I know you weren't trying to be. Millie Vanilli. I mean. Yeah, she didn't do a Millie Vanilli, right? That was my favorite band. You like Millie Vanilli, yeah? Sure, why not? They were the they were the most awesome. Yeah, I did notice one of our back background uh, singers, backup singers, or uh, backup dancers uh, looked a lot like uh, Peter North, the porn star. I, I think it may have been Peter North, actually. Um, I don't know who that is, so uh, I sure do. You do too. <clears throat> no, I don't. I really don't. Yeah, Eric, I, do you know who that is? Who's Peter North? I have Eric. no idea. Pure North. <laughs> Matthew. I guess, yeah, I guess I'm the only one that knows. All right. Yeah, he was an 80s porn star. Yeah. 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 80s. Jesus. You started early. <laughs> well, I. Uh, he, likes not, the, I he likes the vintage stuff. I like the vintage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so, everything looked different back then. Exactly. Geez, now yes. I'm all embarrassed. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's We're okay, just busting. Matt. We're busting chops. That's okay. I see Brent just entered the house. Brent was the one that told the story about the uh, chicken being tied to a guy's Johnson a uh, couple. That's weeks the ago. guy. So um, that's the guy. At least he's a fan, right? I mean, that's pretty cool. He's he a knows fan. how to party. He knows. How yeah, to party. yeah. I guess. So. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Eric. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know what's interesting about that episode is that's my highest listened to podcast. That episode. <laughs> you know awesome. what, Matt? I only called in for that last time, but it started out funny because of <laughs> that guy was like, he was so non-genuine. He was genuine. And I was like, we got to figure out who he is. <laughs> who is it? You guys know, right? I have no idea who he is. I, apparently he was seriously. In I have no idea who he is. You guys yeah. are cracking up, but I, I swear to God, I, I feel like it's yeah. somebody we know. He's I swear. Be, he's got to be. He's got to be. We probably went to school with him, and I, I don't know. But, yeah, but that was funny. You sound really good tonight, Matt. Are you at your house with the setup? Because that you're. Yeah, I'm at the house you, of the sun. Yeah, you you couldn't sound better. That is like professional. Uh, hey, I'm Matt Littlefield. Yeah, hey, I'm Matt Littlefield. Yeah, I, I think I have the there voice kind of. Well, you do, I, you do. I but also, you got a good on. setup. Yeah. Well, also, my 
I'm sitting up. I mean, sometimes I'm like lounging where I slouched over and tonight I'm sitting up. It's maybe that's making a difference. Posture is important. Posture is very important. Yes, it is, Eric. Absolutely. So did you guys listen to the album? Mm. Did you make it through the album? Yes, I did. (laughs) I did. Did you do it? Did you really do it, Eric? I did it. I did it for Matthew. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. I did too for Matthew. I did it on Thursday Thursday night, and I got to tell you once again, I think what Matt, what uh, Eric said, we did this for Matthew because I was like, why am I doing this? And I put it on YouTube and I listened to the whole album and I was like, what am I doing? And then <laughs> partway through the album, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? But, you know, I made the best of it, you know. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's. I and guess, we're gonna we're gonna be fair, Matthew. We're gonna be fair. Oh, and... Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I uh, downloaded it on my uh, Spotify and I listened to it back and forth to work a couple times. But I guess one thing that struck me is uh, it just made me think: before they go into albums like this, they must already know what the hits are going to be because there are a lot of pop oh yeah, hits yeah. on this. There's a lot of pop hits on this album, but the ones that aren't pop hits that didn't get radio play. Are not very good songs. Yeah. Uh, no, fact, they're they are terrible. They're yeah. fillers. Yeah, terrible. There's a reason and, you she know, only has eight songs on this album. Well, right. let's put it this way, guys. She wasn't the professional picking the songs back then. You know, exactly. she did her thing. They only backed her, just like we talked about. Well, Prince had a band, but Madonna only had backers with the, which was like uh, techno, and right. they threw a, not a band at her. They threw electronica at her. And she was like, she probably thought, this is a good song. And then they didn't put it out. So to be fair, I think, like to you're saying, fair. Matt, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Eric? <laughs> oh, Eric doesn't watch it. Oh, he doesn't watch Litter Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who the hell is um, that? To be yeah. fair. To be fair. Yeah. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, it's. Um, the you know who produced this album was uh, Nile Rogers who mm. uh, and actually the band what was the band called back in the seventies that you couldn't be more English than that Nile Rogers Nile Rogers yeah uh, no but you know that song ah uh, uh, freak out do, 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 do. let's see uh, yeah freak out yeah so. The guys, three of the guys that were in that band ended up being producers uh, and produced this album. They also produced uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance album. Mm. Yes, uh, which was a great album. A great album. Yeah, she hired those guys based on the success of uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance album. 1981. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also Niles Rogers went on to produce that song for Daft Punk and play guitar on, uh, you know, that song, Get Lucky. Uh, the more recent, you know, you know that song, Get Lucky, right? Yeah, but wasn't, so Love We're up Freak all night was, for the sun. We're up all night to have fun. We're yeah, that's, yeah. Get Lucky, that drives me crazy. We're yeah. up all night to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't, um, so, <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> La Freak wasn't that Chic? The actual band name was Chic, right? Chic, yes. Something? In fact, in the right? production companies called uh, Chic uh, Productions. Yeah, and it was mostly girls. It was like one guy and two, three girls. Nope, it was three guys. The drummer is uh, Tommy Thompson, who 
ended up playing drums for uh, Power Station, uh, you know, with Robert Palmer. You know, they uh, get it on. They did yeah, a remake of that. Exactly. He was the drummer for that. And he was a drummer for Chic. And now Roger's a guitar player, writer, and then the bass player was uh, Bernard Edwards. And all three of those guys were on this this album, Like a Virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Which is interesting. I mean, they're a good group of musicians, good, great bass player, Bernard Edwards, but I can't think of one bass line on this whole album yeah. that sticks out. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I heard, I think I wrote down in my notes, I think uh, song four or five. There was, uh, it was mostly synth. And there was, I think, I it feel worked. like there was a bass line that worked in one of the songs. I, I really do. Um, uh, there probably but, was, yeah. Yeah. But What'd I don't. There? But, there was a. I heard a guitar solo in one of the songs. Oh yeah, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, I want to talk heavily about that guitar solo. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, well, we'll start in with the first song, "Material Girl." Uh, what do you guys think? Of, I mean, of course, we all knew the song before we listened to the album this past time. But well, what do you who, think? Who of, goes first? Who goes first here? Well, um, I, why don't we have Eric go first? Uh, okay. What do you oh, think? Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think um, musically, I think it uh, is a catchy song. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously it was a hit song. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think it was uh, well written, a catchy song. I think the music is appropriate, and I, I think it's it's uh, probably one of our more well rounded songs on this. Kind of got a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah. That's uh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I um, it is catchy. I think actually, it's of course it's synth heavy, uh, mm. synthesizer yeah, heavy because of the very timing. heavy. But, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's not incredibly layered. It doesn't sound too busy. Mm. I mean, I can hear. It's like yes, yeah, synthesizer, but you can hear the drum. I think it's maybe fake drums on this one. A little bit of guitar. It doesn't seem too layered. It seems almost like the whole album was all um, created. Um, mm -hmm. uh, music. There wasn't many musicians that showed up for the album, so mm -hmm. except for like a couple times. Yeah, you can you can hear it. You can hear it here or there, and when it's and when it's there, it it's uh, good. But yeah, what do you think of Material Girls Stout? Uh, I think it was too much synth, uh, like mm -hmm. everybody does. Uh, it was very robotic. Just it, it felt like the whole song was over, 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 over again. But I feel like the only thing in my notes that matches uh, Eric's exactly is it was catchy. It was yeah. a catchy tune. It was just catchy. You know, you could the lyrics. You you know, get into you know, or although this is material girl, right? Material. Mm -hmm. Well, either way, even <laughs> no, no, because I because I feel like every song is the same way. I I don't want to put down the album, but I feel like every song is just she had a little writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but mm -hmm. to be honest with you, they're just catchy, just like you said the other day, Matt. You were like this this shit is stuck in my head. Oh yeah, and you're driving, you think about it, and and even if you don't want it to be stuck in your head, it's like. Uh, material material or uh, get into the group like every song that she did back then was 
good for lyrics, but very overwhelming uh, synthesizer. It was the 80s, you know. Now, is that a synthesizer or uh, there's a bass line in there? Is, is it from the synthesizer or is somebody it sounds playing like- bass? It, it I, I think like, that is. I think that is. I think it's uh, a bass synth. synth. Yeah, it, it like is. Home, yeah, and that's what surprises me. I mean, the, Bernard Edwards is listed as a bass player on the album, but everything I'm hearing is synth bass. But it, if you change that bass to a regular bass guitar, that that would I would think that would that be cool. Would, yeah, wouldn't it? I yeah, so. I think it would be cool. I, I also. Like everybody thought, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's show was like boom, but damn, bump, 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 That was on a synthesizer, but it was a bass mm-hmm. uh, beat on a synthesizer. That's how it was so fast and catchy. But I think, like Eric said, I also think that would be cool if you could boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that it was a catchy bass line. Then you take the drum track, the drum machine out. You add real drums. Yes. Yeah. Then you take but the, they didn't the, do that. Then you take just, the take the synthesizer out and do a guitar and said with a wah 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 wah. Then you put a crystal vocal behind it. Some girl. Yeah. Then you have a live wire version of material. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, like, I'd be like, I'd be like, uh, material. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it's, James, James, James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Well, I, I think of the video and the video is a kind of a parody of Marilyn Monroe in uh, gentlemen's before blondes, you know, diamonds are a girl, best diamonds are a girl's best friend. And That's I what she of, was trying to do. She was yeah. emulating that. It's weird because I mean, you look at the Madonna video, which is a, it's a, it's a fine video, it's iconic at this point, but it, you know it, it seems kind of silly. Uh, but when you see Marilyn Monroe in that scene of and just oh my god, it's like Marilyn Monroe is just the embodiment of womanhood. Yeah. I mean, Marilyn just like, blows just, um, Madonna out of the water when it comes yeah. to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's just, it's, it's just so, and it's like it's powerful. It's just like, I mean, it's a powerful. Just, I mean, when Marilyn Monroe comes in, it's just like the focus is on her, and she's just commanding. And where in the video for Material Girl, Madonna's just, you know, it's fine, but it's just kind of silly, if you will. Yeah. It, it, it well, it's kind of. I think it's a parody of what Marilyn did, but also Madonna was trying to make a name for herself. Oh, yeah. um, with music and i don't think she was a good singer you know she just you know that whole bubblegum fake it was just yeah. catchy hook it was a catchy hook but it was not think, special when yeah. she gets when she gets out of her wheelhouse her range and her cadence is uh, a little slower yeah you can hear it right yeah right. yeah and i, I do don't think, think I think Madonna had, she is a good singer on some songs later in life, mm-hmm. in That's her life, but um, yeah. but yeah. not but not during this. It was like, oh my gosh, really? You know? Well, this was her second album, and uh, yeah, she was still, this was really the album that uh, kind of shot her to superstardom, if you uh, will, mm-hmm. and then there was really no going back. And then her, her acting career, which she wasn't really an actor, the whole... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, desperately seeking Susan and all yep. that, trying to get big with that. It was like, oh my god, you know, yeah. you're not that big. But 
she knew somebody <laughs> in Hollywood. Well, she, she did made it happen. She was in a lot of bad movies. Uh, maybe, maybe a couple, three good ones. I, I actually didn't mind Desperately Seeking Susan, but she was in some really bad. Well, movies. I didn't mind that either. I saw it in a drive-in theater, and uh, when she got did on the uh, the pinball machine, not a bad scene. I was was that that happened? The door. <laughs> that actually happened. That happened in Desperately Seeking Susan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that when she met the guy and she finally got together with him, uh, the guy that Rosanna Arquette was supposed to be with, uh, because Rosanna, I think, emulated or wanted to be the Madonna character in it. Yeah, Uh, well, yeah. That was one of those scenes. Yeah, Sandy just said Rosanna Arquette carried it, and she did. She did. And then the guy pulls up Madonna's little uh, uh, skirt and does her on a pinball machine, I believe. No, oh, really? am I wrong about that? You I'm could. pretty sure. No, you mean you might be right, Stout. I'm going to give you that. You know, Rosanna Arquette had two very popular songs written about her. Rosanna, Rosanna. That's one. That's one. What's the other one? Ooh. Oh, geez, I wouldn't know. In your eyes, Peter Gabriel. No. Yep. Really? What, Stout? Would I lie to you? I, would I lie to you? Yeah, honey, would I tell you something that wasn't? Would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he wrote that song. He, they dated and broke up. And uh, I and did not know that movie. second yeah. one. I knew yeah. Rosanna, Rosanna, and I'm like, you know, that's a pretty cool song. So yeah, Rosanna. Yeah, Ro- another very powerful woman, Rosanna Arquette. Man, all right. So now all the Arquettes were cool, man. Every Arquette was cool. Even um, even that was dude the... that married uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah, well, yeah um, but didn't their brother die? The the transvestite. Uh, he he died, right? Arquette, David geez, Arquette. I don't know. Eric, do you know this? Do you know much about the Arquette family? Uh, no, okay. I know David. David so there's two sisters, <laughs> and then David Arquette was the singer in the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer. And he was the one that was saying the like sad song. He was like in the band with the long hair. Oh, that was you David know? Arquette. That was David, uh, not David. David, I think, is their brother who's actually uh, very disturbed. But um, he, yeah, he was married oh, to Courtney Cox for a while. Patricia yes, Arquette yes. is a, Patricia yes. Arquette's a sister, as Sandy just mentioned. And yes, she, uh, she was in, Sandy. Uh, help us out here. There's another Arquette, and he just recently died. He was a gay guy. No, I'm serious. He died the last couple of years, and he was a gay guy, and he was a transvestite, and he was wicked um, talented. I'm not even joking. Uh, no, no. Um, we, Stout, we know you wouldn't joke about something like that. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun, you guys, I, for once I, in my I, life. We, we know. We hey, know. Easy, we know. easy. It's okay. Easy, we, know. we know. Oh, now I'm defending myself too much. i like, <laughs> Rosanna, Rosanna, and the gay guy that was the brother. Um, uh, I don't well, remember he, his I, name, but. That's well, we can anyway. we can do some research if if it makes you feel better. We can do a whole show on the Arquette. Well, the guy was too. wicked cool. I, I, you know, the Arquette family is kind of a weird family, but very very cool. I think um, I'm well, a fan done, of. They've all done Wolf every one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't have a problem with any of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Williams goes. Someone Google it. I know it's like here. There's there's four of us here talking about it, and it's like. <laughs> Nobody's Googling. I'm Googling. I'm Googling. Eric's going to Google. Oh, it's Alexis Arquette. Alexis. Alexis So Alexis was 
a bull, a, you know, born a boy and identified with female Alexis. Um, Eric, what's what was his name as a brother? Uh, born Robert Arquette. Yeah, Robert. I mean, Alexis. And that's the guy in The Wedding Singer who's in the band who sings, cries when he sings the boy George. <laughs> so he's the one that looks like boy George. Like, yes. Wedding singer, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't know that was. Uh, okay. I didn't. That's interesting. He did a lot of acting. He was a cool guy, but I don't know. Eric, you'd have to tell us. I don't remember how he died. I hope it wasn't drugs or suicide or whatever, but um, I know he passed. I think he fell. I think he fell off a roof. Probably. I know a friend that his brother fell off a roof, so that's not pretty cool. No. No, just kidding. (laughs) I mean, I do know. (laughs) I know a guy that fell off a roof, and uh, he got hurt really bad, but he lived, but he's okay. Okay. Uh, Song number two, Angel. Um, I like this song. You know why I like this song? Because I I, I like to think uh, that... somebody is out there that would or would just sing this song about me you know what i mean i i i think of this and it's just like i would love somebody to love me that much to be able to sing a song like this uh to me that would make me just glow and happy i'm a a romantic at heart now i feel bad about my notes on this well go ahead i want to know that'd be no no, yeah, it's just. I'm not true. telling you. You're not telling. You got to tell me. I mean, yeah. No, because <laughs> I actually wrote no, just no, made for, and I I scribbled something off. I was like, no, just made no, for, made for what? <laughs> I don't know. D S S A W, and I just scribbled off the page. <laughs> I, I I really right. was like, no, just no, and then. Now I feel bad that I felt that way about the, your no, song. I mean, uh, no, that's okay. I mean, I'm not breaking it down, you know, in a musical sense. I'm just thinking, like, I think I remember hearing it on the radio when I was 14, and I felt the same way back then, that I hope that there's a, you know, the girl out there that has a crush on me that would be willing to sing that for me, um, it, you know? So, and I, and I guess when I think about it, I think of that 14-year-old boy i once was you know just hoping for that so yeah i guess that makes sense if you're nostalgically thinking about it i now you know kind of makes sense i guess you know uh, sandy's saying it's a naive i, know. I saw that yeah which <laughs> which you know and that's <laughs> a, that, you, and that's a fair assessment actually and because i congratulations matt <laughs> is that what you feel too that it's a naive song for teenage girls no i i just didn't like the song i see I see. To be honest with you, I like um, it's one of those things like with this whole album, there's songs that just don't strike you. And, and now listening to it all over again, all these years later, I'm like, I don't. I There's songs that just now. And I listened to them all. I didn't shut them off, by the way. Mm-hmm. I listened to them all the way through and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is painful. You know, so that was one of them. I just didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. And Eric, what did you... What, what song your, are we on? We're on number two. This is, <laughs> this is Angel. Yeah. Because Eric's Angel. like, are we hey, about to wrap it up? Are we wrapping listen, it up? <laughs> I'm going to be honest here, okay? Yeah, um, go ahead. It's, it's the only song I really feel like singing out loud in my car when I'm by myself. <laughs> you're not... You're kidding. 
this is this is and there's a guitar solo in it. There's a well, guitar solo in it. Yeah, it's not. No, a I thought it was either. a keyboard. Eric, you know keyboard you're not solo. singing it though. <laughs> How do you know, Stout? I don't know. Now okay. I feel bad for yeah, judging you, sh- you. You should. You should. Feel I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yeah. a catchy song. I think it's catchy. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know catchy. if it's. I don't yeah. know if it's. Uh... Are we still on the second song? Yeah, we're yeah. an angel. Yeah, what? you must be an angel. Oh, I'm sorry, I I'm the wrong see. song. Yeah, you're the wrong song. Sorry, I was, I, I was dressing you up in my love, Matt. Because now I realize. Okay, I agree with Stout. <laughs> I'm with Stout on this one. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, yeah. I'm crying. You guys got me crying. Eric's oh. like, oh, God, can we just get done talking about this album? Oh. No, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I've really prepared myself today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Eric, Actually, you, one... you knew he didn't have to listen to anything. He's like, yeah, I'll review it without listening. I'm good. Oh. Um. I did discover there's a, actually there's a keyboard solo in the middle that is so cheesy and all I and I actually laughed when I heard it. it. It does fit the song, but all I could think of was whoever played that solo had to be like cracking up as he was playing it because it's so bad. <laughs> it's just so cheesy. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that is one musical thing I'll say about that song. But other than that, uh, the schmaltzy teenage boy kind of schmaltzy. Yeah, schmaltzy. Yeah, I get you actually, you're using schmaltzy right now. I, I, yeah, I get schmaltzy. From? No, I mean it's just like I get all romantic and feeling and stuff. I don't think schmaltzy means that. No, I think schmaltzy does mean that. I, I mean, I'm I not, have. What does schmaltzy mean to you? Oh, do I have to look up schmaltzy now? The, yeah, Eric. Eric, research, Eric. Definition of schmaltzy. <laughs> All right, moving Relating on. Relating to or character characterized by schmaltz. <laughs> is it an or exaggerated sentimentalism? I got it. Okay, that, so I got it right. right. Sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I got yeah, you. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's still shitty. I don't know. <laughs> Schmaltzy, you know, Schmaltzy's all like, hey, if it's 1950s, you're like, hey, go in the kitchen and make me a schmaltzy, huh? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right about that. I just listened to that, that uh, keyboard solo. Isn't that cheesy? It makes me feel embarrassed for the guy. (laughs) It's pretty, you know, Eric, Eric, you must be an angel. I I am. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. You're an angel. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're an angel. All right. Uh, now we get to the title track, uh, Like a Virgin. Hey, uh, can I just interrupt you for one second, Matt? Of course. Hey, hey, Eric, when are we going to review this? We must have been. We, yeah, you must have been. Come on, Eric. Well, he's caused me to leave the child. My oh, happy gosh. home. Yeah, gotcha. I couldn't hear you. But someday, baby, you ain't worried about life anymore. Yeah. Now, one day, Eric and I are going to get you and Alan and everybody and Bobby and everybody in the band to play songs that we want to groove to. And I know, Who's Matt, you will love that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you'll you'll play these songs. You'll be like, yeah, not, not bad, not bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Matt's a clutch guy. We went to clutch together. Yes, we did. Yeah. You did? Yeah, we we saw him in Portland. Them and uh, Matt. What did other... you think of Clutch? You never talked about Clutch that much. Clutch that much. Um, I don't listen to a lot of Clutch, but I do like them. I I, I like the show. They opened for Primus, and um, Eric thought it wasn't one of their better performances. But it, the, the sound wasn't good. They they didn't have them. Uh, the first half of the concert, they didn't have the sound right. It was frustrating. I don't think they hire guys that are good enough to set up their uh, equipment and, and to do a show. But I saw them do a few shows uh, nationally, and now I'm watching one. I'm obsessed with it in New Orleans, and I think I mentioned it to Eric, but I never sent him the link to watch it. But um, there's a show with Clutch where they're just getting rained out, rained, rained, rained. And it hits their equipment, and they just keep playing, and they're just so. That's men among men playing um, on music on stage, and I, I they're not getting electrocuted. I just couldn't believe they kept going. So I'm a fan. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. No, they're good. They are. Okay, getting to the title track, uh, "Like a Virgin." Um, I will say this about this song. Uh, if you've seen the movie Reservoir Dogs, uh, Quentin Tarantino gives his explanation or his belief of what this song is truly about. I'm not going to repeat what he says about this song, but I will say this. I, I think I agree with him, but you're, you got, this is a clean show, and if mm-hmm. I repeated it, it would be not a clean show. So. Right. If you want to see the Quentin Tarantino explanation or his belief of what this song is all about, watch the very, very beginning of Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, that's a, it's a that great was, movie. Oh, my God. It's a great it's movie. A great movie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what, Eric? I believe you would actually really enjoy the movie. It's, it's a little bit sick. It's uh, Tarantino. It's a little. What would you call it, Matt? Little mobster, maybe. It's like mobster. Kind of. Yeah, it's mobster. underground mm-hmm. mobster. You know. Yeah. yeah. But very, very worthy. You know, poignant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, getting, from a musical point of view, it starts out with this synth bass line that you can hear throughout the whole song, but. What other pop song did that rhythm rip off? Can you? It, I mean, it was so like blatant to me when I heard it for, uh, this time around. Did, did what do it, you mean? It like a virgin. Every song after that. It's it's to to me. It sounds like Billy Jean. I, that I was rhythm just gonna say it. Yeah. 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 Well, you, yeah. there's only so many things under the sun. So you have a bass line, you go, or a rhythm section, you go, boom, 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 boom. it's going to happen or right? you steal eventually. It. Or you or steal, you steal it. It. Yeah, but, yeah, but what I'm saying, Eric, is if you and I got together tomorrow and wrote a song in a basement, there's a time where you think you've got something down. Sure. And it's really going to be, there's only so many chords under the sun to variate with majors and minors. And so you're going to end up hitting something that's going to sound like something else eventually. Sure. Yeah. So I'm, but I'm not saying like a virgin isn't that, but I'm saying that it's really hard to navigate 
um, to get around that feeling of, uh, you know, you sit in your apartment, you go bip, 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 on a guitar, bam, it's going to sound like something else. Well, the good, the good thing is the songs are nothing alike uh, at all. That's but true. It that does, is true. You know, they, they sound yeah. totally different. Um, right. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, you can have the same bass line, but they use it totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's a good point. One's yeah. good. One's bad. Yeah. Well, and it's also <clears throat> initially the, chord changes are kind of similar but then as it gets going uh the chord changes are drastically different so they're yeah they are two different songs definitely yeah. uh, you know now that you guys are saying that too my notes say uh, pop liked it then don't like it now uh it's kind of it's nostalgic weird owls was better version um weird. repetitive keyboard hey. I, I really i feel like that but but now that you're making me think about the bad boo, but when she starts to sing, somehow I made it through. I think she's saying something about her life. So I can't take that away from her lyrics. So I won't criticize or judge her lyrics. If she wrote them, I, I don't really know how to. But now that you're saying it, I didn't write anything down about lyrics, but I know the song is just like, bam, boom, boom, bam, bam, boom, boom, bam, bam, boom. But I'm like, oh, my God. Um, mm -hmm. It just never stopped through the whole thing, but but then again, you know, I don't know. I, I I just I can't criticize her lyrics, I guess, because I don't know that she wasn't going through something at that time. She was a kid, though. You know, we were all kids. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time I heard this song uh, because I was just kind of shocked at the lyrics. It's like, oh my god, she's singing about being a virgin and like touch for the very first time. I was just like, Oh my God. You know, it was, it had a little bit of shock value to it for mm -hmm. my young mind when I first heard it. Um, and so she felt shiny and new when she met this guy. And it implies that she wasn't a virgin when she met him, but now feels like a virgin because she feels shiny and new um, did her hymen grow back too? I mean, I, what happened? In I mean, I, I mean, when you're I saying that, possible, I, it, that, yeah, that doesn't happen. Okay. Well, and, and yeah. also like a virgin, I feel like she's singing about, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, she was probably uh, 24 years old by the time she made this album. Maybe it was about the record company, you could know, be. It could be. and, and if you sing about being a virgin, Touched for the very first time. That's kind of detrimental. And then, um, like a verse, you know, when she goes on, let your heart be next to mine. Maybe it's a soft, you know, song about meeting a boy. But then, like you said, Matt, then it's like mm -hmm. the detrimental part is maybe about the record company. I mean, I don't know. Oh, wow. So there's some like deeper meaning to this, man. Wow. Well, I don't really wow. know, but you, you Whoa. just struck a chord. <laughs> What if, you just what if, struck a chord that made okay. me think about like she's being, she's being, but she was too young. I think she was hurt by somebody, to be honest with you. Eric, you, Eric, you were going to say something? Yeah, I'm going to play it backwards and see what the <laughs> meaning is. Yeah. Now, Sandy says there's a surgery that women can get now to have their hymen put back together wow, so they can gross. be. So they can be like a virgin. But, so. No, yeah, but are you still as sensitive? 
I don't you know. know? Okay. Like, I mean, Sandy, would you? Do you... Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm curious. I mean, I don't think it would make you as lovey or sensitive. I mean, that sounds ridiculous that you would put it back together. You can't put back together your childhood memories. But you can put about, together a hymen. But you can put yes. back together a hymen. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, Matt. I guess. I guess you're right, Matt. You. Yes. But you can put back together a hymen. It's but not rebuilding a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, the top. I, I like how we just go off on these tangents. But that, I'm that's sorry. Actually, <laughs> I'm oh no! Sorry. No! No! That's what this show is all about. But. Hey, a little bit of everything. Science, <laughs> art. Yeah, exactly. Christelle as an Christelle being an idiot. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple um, of good like a virgin uh, heavy metal songs on I've heard Internet a couple too. of them. Yes. It's, it's I, pretty good. There, so there you know what? Is that Eric? Is that people like us that actually Kind of closetly like the song, but then we're like, yeah, like a version, you know, kind of deal. Well, I, I think it's like us talking tonight. Well, well, what if we put a heavy guitar riff there and, you know, it totally, you know, changes it into something that yeah, it might be worth listening to. So it actually, I've, so you've actually heard covers of like a version in a. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rock heavy metal. Yeah. No kidding. Okay, there's a, I there's a there's a couple there. It's not like uh, known bands. It's uh, people just goofing around. You know. I think there's producing. thousands over pop mm -hmm. and everything. I be, I believe there's thousands of covers. I mean, it's not a terrible. It's so catchy. Um, like even when we were kids, we're talking about it now. It's nostalgic to me. So it brings me back to a time of the '80s. So you go, yeah, I remember when that song was playing. Okay, you then guys. you start thinking. I'm gonna I'm play a little bit for you guys. I don't want to get some okay. trouble, but yeah, okay. go ahead. Mm -hmm. if I can here. Okay. <laughs> it's a it. death metal version of. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sing a song. <laughs> Next to mine. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that, yeah. Was that on Maracchioli? Uh, no, it's on Leapfrog Studios. Le Leo Maracchioli. That's Leapfrog Studios. Oh, Leo yeah. Maracchioli. Okay. I know that guy. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that he actually did a really good version of Toto's Africa. Actually. Oh, he's friggin', oh, he's really? so friggin' yeah. good. Oh, my God. Really good. Really good. Eric, yeah. anytime you get a chance to look up Leo Maracchioli, it's wicked good. And also, um, Matt, you played a version while the show was opening tonight. Yeah, that was of uh, Sonic Youth, uh, 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 Thurston Moore out of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that kicked the girl out of the band. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, I'm, uh, Motley Crue has a metal rendition of Madonna's Like a Virgin. They, uh, nobody, nobody likes Motley Crue. Really? Motley Crue does, huh? No kidding. Uh, yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at it, but... Does anybody like yeah. Motley Crue anymore? I don't. I, I, I love Motley, Motley you know. Crue. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> is that still a thing? Mo 
Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. I actually like uh, the Shout Out the Devil album. I do. I, yeah. I, I can stand that. That's about all the Motley Crue I can stand, though. Yeah. I don't do it. Did you guys, did you, either of you guys go to the uh, Cross Center for the last show? No, did you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> no, Actually, I did. Alice Cooper. Well, did you really? Alice Cooper did a, did a better job. I mean, they're, you know, they're, it's an old Motley crew. Wait, Eric, so you really good. did go to the show? Yeah. And you saw Alice live? Alice Cooper, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my yeah, gosh. He did e- good. Eric, you're going to have to. That is one of those things that's a bucket list thing that you're going to go down in history with having under your belt because I have never seen um, Alice live, and I would love to. I've seen him like six times. No, just once, just once. Oh, uh, I got, I got good. fucking crazy in my head right there. I was like, what? what? No, it was good. I've seen uh, it, um in the fireworks at the end. Uh, they did fireworks inside the cross uh, center. It was crazy. It was loud. I got video of it. I'll show you guys. Could you guys breathe? <laughs> yeah, it was all. It was you couldn't see anything after they were done. It, it was it, smoke everywhere. It was it was pretty good, Eric. So how did you not go with us when we were kids? When we kept driving to Portland and go and see AC? You guys freaking never invited me. How about that? No, yeah, I, it felt like never. I I feel like you weren't into music back then. Uh, no, I I, was. I mean, be honest. You were like into sports and stuff, but if I known you were into uh, music, we would have we would have brought you. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody did. Nobody invited me anywhere ever. So are you kidding? That's Come why on. I have a complex now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you just, I laughed so hard. I farted right now. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Right. Well, oh, we didn't farted. even know. We didn't so know you, you know. were gone. Oh, really? Uh, well, that's good. You guys can. <laughs> yourself, it's good to know you guys can hold the show while I'm away. Oh, yeah. 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 Are you still here? Um, I just, I'm freezing out on my porch, by the way. It's oh, in Florida, Jesus. but I, oh, what is it? Seventy degrees uh, outside. So, well, let me tell you this: I have had Alan here last week, and John Gibbs and his wife here today, and they're all cold because it is a different cold. Yeah, <laughs> when it's no, you, when it's right. fifty degrees, I am bundled. Yeah, it's so. a dry cold, right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Shut up, Eric! Eric, get down here. <laughs> How's John you Gibbs did. doing? How's John Gibbs doing? John Jim, he's doing good. We had the kids. We did brunch with them today. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, he and his wife, and then we did uh, brunch with him and the kids today at about eleven. And mm-hmm. then uh, Lizzie and I didn't celebrate um, uh, Valentine's last day last uh, weekend, so we went out tonight for sushi, and then uh, and then we got home. Cool, cool. Yeah. Is uh, are they having bike week stout? Or what's going on? Uh, down yes, there? Um, nothing. Yeah, not much has changed here. Um, they're going to do it full on. Um, I won't be here this year because my cousin is uh, retiring from a job up in New York, New Jersey area, and he wants to come down. I said, let's just go to the West Coast. So we're going to be in Clearwater or something that week. Yeah. Uh, he's my new friend on uh, the Facebooks. Your cousin Jeff. He uh, friended. Me. Yeah, he likes your show a lot. He's your biggest fan. I'm telling you, he's yeah, a good yeah. guy. Yeah, he's a, a very good guy. Yeah, I've met him. 
I've met him before. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. Okay, so next song. We are up to over. Oh, we're still over. doing this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to get through all these songs, Stout. <laughs> yeah. 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 Over I gotta, and over. Over and over. Um, this is one of those songs that didn't get any radio play. Really forgettable. Uh, it is a song about, you know, uh, getting back up again when you have uh, had some sort of setback in your life. So it's got a, it has a good message, I suppose, but it's a forgettable so, song. Well, my note is it should have probably been the used song. I, and I think when I wrote that note, I meant on the radio. It should have probably been the headlining song because it was probably the better song on the album to me. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, because her voice like... was her own. She sang low. She sang like with her own voice. So I, mm-hmm. I think that, would, you know. Yeah, it, I think you can you can uh, tell her inexperience in singing in the song too. Yeah, I think she. Uh, I don't think she handles the slow uh, uh, R&B kind of stuff that uh, really good. Right. Right. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Well, this one's, but this one's, we're going to this. This is a. You may have the songs confused. Uh, okay, Eric. is this uh, the wrong? Am I on the wrong song again? It, this is over I and over. I get up again, over and over. I get okay, up again. I'm on, I'm on the wrong song again. <laughs> I, but yeah, but I did that on the second one or the first, the first one or something. Sorry. Wrong song. I it's did okay. that. Cause I, cause I, I, think, I did the same thing. I think I know what song you're talking about. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But I still want to slip my wrist over and over <laughs> again. We should, Eric. Eric, we should don't, actually, don't feel, Eric. Eric, don't feel bad. You got to get up again, over and over. <laughs> we, we should actually review an honest album next time. But anyway, moving yeah, on. That, w- no, we'll do a good, good album. Next this is. Time. This is. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's the '80s. Can't what the fuck? We we grew up. We grew up in the '80s. We have to uh, face it. Well, it's just, and it's kind of balancing the good with the bad. I mean, somebody, I did a solo show last weekend, and someone suggested, oh, you should do Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet. He was kidding around. What do you mean? Like, you did a solo show? Are you you going out yeah, jamming? A, what's that? No, you're, I, did you're going out. Pod, I did a solo podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. I know that. Okay, okay. I thought you went out and did a solo show like jamming. No, I was like, oh, my no, God. No, I'm coming no, back no. to Maine, baby. <laughs> if you're doing that, I'm frigging moving back. No, but I, I mentioned biggest... on my solo podcast that I... Oh, yeah, yeah. I listened to part of it. I didn't yeah. get a chance to listen to much, but uh, but yeah, my but gosh, any, man, if you, ever play, if you ever play music out, I'm coming back to Maine. Yeah, well, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, re- I mean, would you guys review Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet? I mean, yeah, I would. N- I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. want to, but... I, I meant probably, to say, yeah. It'd be painful for me to do it, but I mean, but it's just like it's like you said, it's the '80s, and it's just like it's the music we kind of grew up with. So I think you should review most of in the Medicine Show album. (laughs) No, that (laughs) that would be good. But I think (laughs) no, that would be fun. I think Matt should review all of Journey's albums before we read anything. Oh, oh, oh! So now it's different. Yeah, sure, it's different now. I get it. Yep, sure. Yeah, I got to draw the line somewhere. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it's, it, the same goes. I mean, if I came up with a really, I mean, of course, I came up with a bad album this week, but yeah. But no, I, I, it I, wasn't. This isn't necessarily 
a bad album to review. It's just after all these years, it's good for us to review it because it wasn't our cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. All of us, but right. it's, it's kind of fun because it's also brings us back to a memory, a nostalgic time in our lives. And I, I think that's what it's all about. When you yeah. go like a virgin, I was like, what the hell are we doing? And then I went, yeah, I'll do it because yeah. I could think about what I was doing, you know, what Eric was doing, what, what you were doing. Like we, some of us were athletes. I was talking to Alan Orkut last weekend. He was down here. And I said, I can't believe some of us were athletes. Some of us stopped being athletes. Some of us were this and that. But we, after 30-something years, we're still communicating to each other. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's part of my childhood. I would never, I wouldn't want to relive being fourteen again. Oh God! But it's just like yeah, but was, you always have that thing about that, and why is that? Like you always say that, like it was hard was for you, horrible. Those are horrible years. God, why? Why? Oh God! Though? Like grades seven through like nine. Ugh! It's like the worst years of being alive. It's like you know, ugh. It's just like, why I and Sandy agrees with me, too. It's just like because you start with kids just being really cruel. You have like popular clicks and all that other stuff. You know, you aren't sure where your place is in it all. Your hormones are active. You're feeling all emotional about things and you don't feel like anyone can relate to you. And it's just but we you're not you're not a kid. You're not a kid anymore. High school adults don't pay as much attention to you so it's just, yeah it's but didn't like yeah lonely, no kidding lonely i couldn't get a ride home after being in the school what's that the the the, the cell the phone in the school i have to call for a ride home and it would be dark and snowy and i couldn't get a ride home from school i know all about it but here's well, the deal but, but that part that i don't even think about parts like that i just think about how Kids were just so seemingly. What do you cool mean, Matt? You were in with us. You, we were all friends. I mean, yeah. I felt awkward. What? what That's was what it I mean. About? We all felt. We all felt awkward, but we didn't. We weren't uh, mature enough to understand that at the time. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about this, Eric? I, I don't know. I, I I know what you're talking about. I I think he bullied us all. <laughs> I, I no, I'm just. No, I could have been a jerk. No, I'm actually I, kidding. No, I'm no, actually so, kidding, Eric. That's okay. I, I, I don't think I was the best person in high school. Uh, no, we weren't. But, uh, we all I, were like kind of weird to each other. This was pre-high school. This is like seventh through ninth grade. These yeah. are the years I'm talking about. Yeah, they they are weird, uh, awkward years. That's for sure. Yeah, um, but in Maine, I think we all did pretty good. I, I think it would have been harder in like LA or something. I think we all knew that we had an ally or a friend around a corner in Maine. No, we, I grew up partially in Jersey and it sucked. Yeah. Well, and your, your experience was different uh, than ours because you moved around some, but with us, I mean, I think it's with teenagers anywhere. It's just like, you know, you're going through so many changes and you don't know how to, your mind doesn't know how to adjust to those changes. And it's just, it's an awkward time. It's like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go through those years again. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. weird. I, I mean, like maybe we didn't say, or 
enough what we felt back in the day. I remember Eric. I remember you, Matt. I remember us all hanging out, but I maybe we didn't talk enough to each other. Maybe we just had class to, together or sports. Maybe we weren't that deep. As friends, we hung out a few times. I think Eric and I hung out after high school a couple times in Champions uh, yeah. Sports Club, too, because we found a bond of um, my sister – uh, played racquetball in New Jersey. And then I was like, all right, Eric. And I was like, oh, I could play. And then Eric schooled me so hard on the freaking racquetball court. It killed me. And I still felt like I was an athlete. Oh my God. He killed me. He killed me. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm not even joking. That's, he was that's like, from, that's from years of uh, Barry McCormick kicking my ass all over the court. Oh, oh my God. God. I didn't know that. And then he would slap yeah. the ball so hard on the bottom part of the court. He would hit it so hard. Low I on the wall. Racquetball. I remember playing racquetball with Eric. Yep, it was. Painful. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. He yeah. actually, and that was back then when I was an athlete, still right out of high school. And he would hit it so low on the wall. He's like, "How about that, Stout?" And yep. then he would just look at me after he hit the ball. He'd be like, he would turn around and be like, "Hey, how about that?" And I'm like, "My, I'm going to kill your ass." And um, <laughs> so, so all that stuff happens. But like what Sandy was saying is like the year sucked. I remember having a bit of a crush on Sandy and having a bit on, mm-hmm. of a crush on every girl in high school and girls having crushes on me, but we didn't know. So to be honest with you, I did have a, a crush on Sandy, but I don't think she knew that then. And I thought I was a man. I thought I could say anything what? to anybody and play sports, but I never told her that. Chris is, Chris is revealing a lot to you, Uh-oh. Sandy. Yeah. No, I mean, but I never told her that. I just, I always looked at her and I never, I thought she was always really, really quiet. And I just never um, thought about telling her that, you know? And, and so when you get older, you say these things, you know, and, and then, you know, and I don't know, it's just a weird thing, you know, but we're all different people. It is. It's like, we need, we needed some sort of validation in those years, like constant validation that somehow we were just, yeah, just awesome in some way. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to really pinpoint why those years are just so awkward. Uh, Yeah. Well, validation. And I think direction too. Yeah. If you, if you could have like a, uh, a coach to get you through uh, those years, uh, just someone to talk to and someone to say, Hey, this is what happens next. You know, just watch out, you know, maybe try this, do that. Um, this is my experience, but you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, they're hard years. We were supposed to have one, Eric, and it was called a, um, uh, what do you call it? When we were about to graduate, I would go down to the counselor's office and, and I think we had a new counselor at that time. Back me up on this. If Barbara. you guys remember, yeah, Barbara in junior high, it was Barbara. What's he who's he? Uh, no, I don't mean junior high. I mean, in high school, there was one there. On and then... You keep on jumping to high school. We're talking yeah, about you, junior pick, high. pick your years here. Pick your years. No, yeah. I, I, I think I'm jumping to high school because I wanted to go to college and everything. And so when I jumped to college, I felt like I had no support by uh, um, you had uh, chip chip suitor. That's who you. That's who yeah, you. and then there was some woman that got hired right like the last two weeks of our um, uh, graduation or whatever. And I was like, so I want to go to this college. What do you think about this one? She's like, yeah, just apply to them all. And then I did, and she's like, yeah, whatever. You know what happens? And I was like, it's not help. You know, it wasn't helping me. So 
All right. I uh, ended up who I am because of non-help. We, let's get back to our album review, shall we? Yeah. Oh, we're still doing that? Of course we are. <laughs> uh, love, I think, Eric, this is the one you were thinking yes, about last you Love Don't Live right. Here Anymore. Oh, she's horrible in this one. She tries oh, to be I an R&B it. singer, and she just uh, she can't. It doesn't work. It no. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a cover of uh, a song from the 70s. I didn't know that until I did some research on it, but I completely agree with you. I guess the only plus to this song is that there's actual... The bass line. There's a bass line, there's mm-hmm. violins, there's piano, there's real drums towards the mm-hmm. end. It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the one plus. Uh, yeah. 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 She's trying to use her voice more, I think, in this one. That's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah. She's trying. She's trying to do what she can't do. Right, um, right. And and maybe she can do it now, but uh, back then she just she, I don't think she had the training or experience to, to sing agree. a song like that. I agree. You're you're right. Yeah, yeah. At this stage in her career, she was a really really good dancer. Uh, you know, that's the the first two albums and the, those videos. You can see how well she can dance. Um, and I think it took her a while. I didn't watch the videos. You told me to review an album. Oh no, no I'm just I'm just. I think, but you mentioned it earlier how her <laughs> voice did grow as she moved in her career. I do think she became a better singer as she uh, as she uh, grew. I mean, she probably listens. She probably listens to that song and says she does uh, right now. I'm sure. Yeah. I wish. I could. Are you going in the bathroom? So. No, I, I I'm coming inside. Uh, it's really okay. freezing outside. My hands are cold. I, I'm actually coming inside to grip another cold beer though. And then I'll go back outside on the porch. Sorry. Just remember to take your mic off when you go to the bathroom. I know. I because I always bust you about being loud, and now you're busting me. I love it. (laughs) It's funny. I can always hear. I can always hear the door opening in the background. It's that because I don't um, grease any of my hinges because, as a good old boy. If anybody's going to come in your house or enter any room in your house, you'll always know where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's I really right. don't. I've never been a fan of greasing hinges because of that. And plus, you grease a hinge, it runs down. You got to use silicone grease. So you don't. Yeah. It's a whole thing. But well, um, the only drawback is, is when I'm sneaking into people's houses, they can hear me sneaking in because mm-hmm. they can, you know, that's the only drawback. Mm-hmm. Sneak into mine. I won't be able to because your door squeaked too much. That's yeah. exactly right, Matt. It'll yeah. wake me out of a dead sleep. But as long as I can go through your garbage at the end of your driveway, that, that that's a plus, I suppose. Well, that's fair game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Too uh, <laughs> much fun. All right. I'm going to dress so, you up in my love. Dress you up in my love. Over and over. Over and over. over and in over. my love. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So this song's about how this guy has style and wears like all kinds of clothes, but she's gonna do him one better because she's gonna dress him up in her love. What does that mean? What metaphorically? What do you think it means? Oh, I think she's just gonna wrap her. Just, just she's gonna strip him. Do we? Are we all thinking the same thing? Is it? It's about the vajayjay. Oh, it's a punyani. Well, it's more than just that. It's just like it's everything. It's just Sandy's yeah. getting a visual, yeah. guys. <laughs> what? Poor Sandy's getting a visual here. So. I'm not on the thing. I'm not on yeah. the. I can't see anything on it's the probably, thing. 
It's probably that voice that I'm doing. Like, oh, she's gonna, she's gonna dress you up in her love. She's gonna. She says that. Sandy going, ew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gonna dress you up in my love, in my love. That is what the, that is what the song is about. I mean, Sandy down here. Love. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Sandy down here in Florida. It's like I'm gonna dress you up, my love girl, in my love, in my all love. over your body. Yeah. Don't worry about your body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put stuff all over you, all over your body. Yeah. Anyway. All right, but, it, but it's more than just the. It's more than just. It, it's gross. It's more than just her vagina. She's gonna like, you know, use every body part she has. To... Well, also, I think it's uh, metaphorically, but also, I think physically, she's like, if we go out, you're gonna dress up, you're gonna shave properly, you're gonna wear the cologne I want you to wear, you're gonna freaking put the shirt on I want you to wear. No, I mean, that's not it's, what it's, she's talking. About. No, that's not what she's talking about. Oh, I thought I was really innocent there. <laughs> Dress you up, my love, in my vagina. Gotta, I think we got to talk about this at length. I have more people coming in the studio. Yeah. No, we're because not going to talk. This conversation. About it. Yeah. Well, just about what's this about the true nature of dress you up in my love? I mean, of course. Yeah, she's like. I'm going to give you something that you really like. Got to dress you up in my... Yeah, man. It's just like... And dress you up, my love. Yeah. <laughs> in my love. All over your body. Gonna all put it all over. All my stuff. really enjoying this song too much. <laughs> all right. So what's the next one, Matt? No, no, oh, no, no, no. We're not moving on yet. Oh, we got we to gotta talk about this. We got to hit movie. here. We got to hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We get Eric, fire think, on all cylinders. Eric, this is the song you like to sing in your truck out loud, right? Dress you up, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can relate. That's to that. what yeah. all the Eric say. Yeah. It is. A, it actually is a good song. And um, it's a good key for me to sing in too. Yeah, Eric's got style. That's what all the girls say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it has a guitar solo. Eric, talk about the guitar solo. It's not too bad, uh, guy. It's a, I think it's a kind of a nice, soulful uh, yep. guitar solo. I think he does a good job. It's uh, certainly an 80s guitar solo. Mm. Um, got a little bit of whammy bar in there. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the... If- I, I was going to ask you, what kind of effects are is he putting on there? Uh, usually in the 80s, they had a, a lot of reverb. and uh, uh, Not much for echo or anything, though. Yeah, reverb, yeah, reverb because yeah. it's not really much for this. I you wouldn't call it distortion, really, but you can certainly hear the reverb, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 cool. And actually, as the song moves on, you can hear the rhythm guitar in the uh, background. The Nile Rogers guitar, a lot of times, he would play licks that are you trying almost... to say Niles? No, it's not, it's Nile, I believe it's just Nile, yeah, yeah. Um, he plays a lot of licks just single notes scales almost in a high octave it's almost like they're almost like high octave bass lines but play played on a guitar mm-hmm. you know that song by diana ross uh upside down yeah you're turning me yeah that's a good song and he plays inside guitar on out and you should listen to the guitar on that because it, 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 it speaks to what i'm talking about he's basically playing playing bass lines on a guitar and it sounds really 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 cool it's funny you mentioned that matt because upside down if you think about it the 80s then the 90s 
2000s. And to this day, when you just sang that lyric to me, I'm like, I started shifting my head. I'm like, upside down. Because it's, because it's that, uh, that groove, like, boy, tell me, you know, it's like that. You, you can go upside down, you're telling, you're telling me. me. It's like you're that, that instinctively. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, There's something great. about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got to do a show, uh, Matt, that would be cool, is our favorite disco songs. That would be yep. a good one. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. there's, there's two types of people. There's people that like disco and the people that say they hate disco but they really like disco. But they really, really Listen, like yeah. Eric, yeah, I, I believe this is my belief, Eric. Yeah. Every single person who says they hated disco in the 80s knows every line of every word of every disco song. So <laughs> did anybody ever really hate the disco movement? You know what I mean? So like it's I would cool do that show. So. It's cool to say so, but I think we're uh, I think we're uh, past uh, uh, the point where we have to uh, we have to pretend. Well, I guess my point is everybody who said they hated it before knows the words. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't think that disco is hated as much as anybody. That, I know all the words. You know, I do. And I make my own words up and and, and, it, and it works. Yeah. yeah. And you see people dance and it's. <laughs> well, that's just it. What else are you going to dance to? You know, when you go to a club, you're going to dance to pop music, disco music, you know, hip hop even. But I mean, it's like, I, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of classic rock songs that I like to listen to and love to play. But I mean, I'm not going to dance to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not a dancer you know, anyway, that- right? I'm a dancer. What are you talking about? I'm a Zumba guy now. You are now, right? But I yeah, mean, I'll dance. Are. Next time I come up, I'll dance with Oh, my dog. Sorry, yeah, guys. I'll uh, I'll dance with you anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> no, I'm not afraid. Of, I'm not afraid of dancing. I'll dance. All right. Actually, you'll get, you'll join my you can join my Zumba class. That I, may be teaching I won't be good at Zumba, but I'll dance my ass off. I'll dance my ass. Are you doing? Are you doing a Zumba class? Yeah, I uh, actually I went through the training and yeah. uh, I'm learning 17 songs right now that I have almost down, and I'm going to do a virtual class probably in two or three weeks. So, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, you would actually do it. Oh, awesome. Oh, All heck right. Yeah, I'll put my leotard on. You'll <laughs> you'll be proud. All right, I thanks. Will, don't just say it, Eric. Just don't just say it. You do it. I'm not. I'm gonna do it. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to fly up for this. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, you know, it's a, it's actually a good workout because you get all the joints moving, but it's like you really gotta kind of think outside of the box to to uh do it a little bit because it's a it's a different type of workout. But, well, yeah. I think it's like you and Eric were talking about a couple of weeks ago when we or about probably a month ago when we were talking about um like being in pain or, or not being flexed enough or, or stretching yeah. enough. Yeah, uh, he, Eric brought up hip flexors and, right, and yeah. your hip flexors that's the painful part. If you can't stretch good, you're not going to do good with dancing yeah. or, or, you know, you got to stretch to even do a workout. Yeah, I mean, I have to stretch to uh, drink water. These you days, have to stretch and drink water. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Cause you have to have, you know, that sounds stupid, but I have to have enough hydration 
to be able to kneel on my knees sometimes. So I have to have like, I have to stretch to drink water, drink water to stretch. It sounds stupid, but we're getting no, older. It doesn't. No, it doesn't, I, yeah. I really, if I go back to working out and lifting weights again, I would really need to stretch my body. And I got to tell you guys that that's, um, I'm not, I'm not fond of it. It hurts. It hurts yeah. a lot. Well, <laughs> well, we discussed in the last show, uh, 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 Eric was, I don't think Eric joined us for that one, but my, one of the solo shows I did, uh, that all of our hips hurt. And Eric's hips hurt. Your hips mm-hmm. hurt. My hips hurt. And Sandy's hips don't hurt. She told. I think Sandy said her hips actually don't hurt. Yeah. I uh, think she, that that was the show where actually Eric was involved, and he said the hip flexors, and he was no, like, "No, no, that was a no, previous that was show. That was a previous show." Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, did I tell you guys about the so right? I got I, the the I got the so right. If you look it up, P S O right, um, and it's and it's a to stretch your hip flexors it actually is a thing that you kind of lean yeah. on and it right and it, yeah i was bringing that up to uh yeah uh, i actually i brought it to, that up to jen and sandy when they called on yeah how sandy do you was, have that kind sandy of problem the, eric i mean yeah. you're sandy like was the, the only most, one that we're old i feel like eric is the most in, in shape guy out of all of us like it's, it's you from know. doing squ- squats for years i think um from us, lifting us, yeah, from lifting, you know, I, us us Clarks don't have a rear end. If you if you look at the Clark, nails, I've got two of them. I could borrow. You could borrow one of so, mine. So for me to hold up hold up my pants, I've got to do squats oh, to no build kidding. my posterior. And uh, from doing heavy squats over years of doing that, um, you build up muscle, which in turn, as you get older, if you don't. Uh, you, uh, you know, maintain, uh, it, it tends to get stiff and, and not as flexible if you don't stretch and uh, continue to use it like you used to. So I think yeah. that's what's happening to me. Yeah, movement helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, it, I do want to clarify, uh, Sandy's hips do not hurt, uh, but I think she was, uh, Jen's, we, Jen's hurt, Chris's hurt, my, yeah. So for the most part, we're at four out of five for hips hurting for people in our age group. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, mine don't hurt all the time, but I have times when I wake up in the middle of the night in bed and like all of a sudden you'll have a knee pain yeah. or a hip pain or an ankle pain. You're like, what the heck happened? And um, so that's kind of when mine happened. It's like, I don't know if I'm not drinking enough water or if I, <clears throat> moved the wrong way. Um, there's there's day very or few whatever. people. There's very few people that drink enough water in a day. Right. Yes, right. I, I try to really focus on that. Believe it or not, Eric. Um, yeah. I, I actually have had to tell my people over the years, like, uh, you know, you you got to go have water. I go mm-hmm. take a break, have water, and they and especially down here, and mm-hmm. they're like, no, I'm, they always go. What do they say? No, I'm good. And I'm like, no, you're not. Um. Because if you're not hydrated, you won't know if you're not hydrated. Mm-hmm. When you feel thirsty, it's too late, kind of deal. So, yeah, yeah. I guess if you pinch your skin, like the back of your hand, and it stays, that pinch stays as a pinch for a second or so, it means your body's dehydrated. Uh, so, yeah, that's not what I got. That, yeah, that's yep. what I, yeah. Great. Yeah. You're supposed to feel dehydrated when you uh, when you feel thirsty. It's too late. 
normally, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we only have three songs left on this album. These songs suck. Um, the first. They do. They do. Uh, Shooby Doo. Uh, yeah, that's a terrible song. Holy shit. I mean, it's really bad. It's like, it's wow. Bad. Yeah. Uh, my like, notes are no, no, and then some kind of M symbol to Hoons and no good. That's what I wrote. It was like I my scribble. Yeah, th- I mean, like I, Eric said earlier, th- it's just like filler. Okay, we're going to throw a song here, so let's throw this crappy song. It was like there. she was trying to copy the old days, but she couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, 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 truly. The Pretender is a sucky copy of another song. She's a pretender. Actually, I don't mind this. Um, I mean, it's, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, compared to over and over, yeah, which is the earlier one, this one, you know, this one's okay. I mean, for a crappy song, it's all right. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's about you, Stout. Maybe the song is, uh, kind of applies to you. Are you a pretender? Yeah, Stout. Tell us. Oh, oh he just left. He He's just gone. Left. Where'd you go? He's gone. Uh, oh my God. He's hammered. I guess he is. Well, I don't see his either his phone <clears throat> ran out of juice or <clears throat> he drank so much that he disconnected himself. Tipped over. He tipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's just you and I. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you have any? So, did you have any notes for that song, Pretender? Uh, not really. I, I, I think I feel the same way you do. It's, it's okay. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not. Totally hard to listen to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like you said, it's just uh, kind of a filler thing. Exactly. Then the last song in the album that <clears throat> and and uh, would, that I have is uh, "Stay." Did you have that one too? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, it, I did not like the song, but um, I think. If somebody would redo it as a punk song, they might be able to pull it off. No kidding. You, yeah, listen to it sometime. If it, okay. If if, uh, if the uh, if if a good punk group rewrote it or redid the music on it and and sung it in a you know punk thrash kind of way, eh, yeah, they might be able to do it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the only uh, I guess the. One note I had on here was uh, the guitar. I did uh, recognize that little Telecaster kind of guitar in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to kind of listen to it to really hear it, but yeah. uh, that was kind. I mean, there is some, there are some examples of halfway decent musician musicianship on this album. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's pretty much the album. I they did put out a reissue. Um, Oh, months after the original album was put out with uh, Into the Groove on there. But mm-hmm. uh, Into the Groove was originally put on, uh, was recorded for the Desperately Seeking Susan soundtrack. Uh, okay. and yeah, became popular and then they mm-hmm. put it on the reissue. And, you know, that song's all right. I mean, it's, it's as far as it's like, it's, it's a nostalgic poppy thing and it doesn't mm-hmm. make me want to completely vomit. So, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Overall, I mean, you listen to it for nostalgic 
reasons. If you mm-hmm. heard it in the club, you're with your friends, you might get out on the dance floor and start uh, dancing to a few of the songs. Uh, oh, remember when we listened, we watched this video when mm-hmm. we were at mom's house, like at three o'clock in the morning type of nostalgia. Right. Um, well, it's like, have you ever heard a song and it, and uh, a particular song takes you back to a, like a, a particular place in time? Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like right to a spot and you're like, wow, that's yep. uh, just hearing the song. This, there's, there's, a few songs that that uh, every time I hear them, it takes me back to the same spot. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Can you think of a song that? Uh, can you think of a song that does that? And uh, what's the place it brings you to? Oh man, you put me on the spot. Uh, I can hear the song in my head, um, and it takes me back to uh, 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 senior prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm trying to. I, I can't remember the title of the song. And I'm trying to. I'm having a hard time uh, thinking about the words, but if I heard it, it would take me back there. I see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll remember it before you uh, before we tune out. <laughs> you? We were you just. Have one? Well, I was just, we we're just singing. I was. We we're just talking about that Diana Ross song, "The Upside Down Your Turn." Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in fourth grade, I went to go see the Harlem Globetrotters at the Bangor Auditorium. And this was like the real popular, real funny Harlem Globe, Globetrotters with Madeline Walk-Lemon, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the ball guy. And then Geese Osby was the, the real funny one. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he, he pulls this woman out of the audience, you know, like this backwoods main woman, you know, and she's just laughing and laughing. And that song comes on the uh the intercom system Uh, and he starts dancing and shaking his butt and they wore red and white shorts (laughs) and you can see that red and white butt just going back and forth (laughs) you know he's trying to get her her to dance with him right and she's laughing so hard that she can barely stand up (laughs) (laughs) and so kind of so that song really brings me back to that Mm. Um, I just yeah. remember it. it was a cutting crew. I just died in your arms tonight for some reason. Oh that yeah, just, takes me. Yeah, that to... was a good song. Yeah, I'm yeah, not kind so. of a one hit, a one hit wonder band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as far as a pop song, that was that one's not that one right. wasn't pop a pop song ballad kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, jeez, you know, it's really hard for me to think. I remember I had a crush on a girl. Uh, this is like early high school, huge, huge crush. Mm-hmm. And I remember going for a walk by myself. It was the fall and uh, the leaves were changing colors and walking in the gravel pit, the gravel pits we used to play in. Mm-hmm. And that song, that Smokey Robinson song that was popular at the time, you may not even remember it. Take it one heartbeat at a time. Close your eyes and make you so long. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. That's so I was imagining that song playing in my head and that this girl was with me holding my hand as we were walking in the gravel pit. Uh, yeah. So if I hear that song, I think of that image. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Sandy just said Cheryl Crow, favorite mistake. That's interesting because I'm learning that song on guitar right now for 
uh, one of the cover bands that I play in uh, locally. Yeah, favorite mistake. Yeah, yeah, that is a good song. Uh, she actually is rumored that she wrote that song about Eric Clapton because she was uh, dating Eric Clapton at oh, the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that an eighties tune? Was that, that no? That was uh, late nineties. That oh, was okay. Late 90s. Yeah. Yep. That was like ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I guess when I hear like um, some Soundgarden, some Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. Alice in Chains, it kind of does bring me back to that time, like of the early nineties or so when the music was popular Yeah, and listening to it in my apartment, that type of thing. But as far as like romantic uh, baby, I love you goo goo type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to think of many. Yeah. I know you know that song, "The Roof, the Roof, the Roof is on Fire." Yeah, does, does yeah. that take you back to college? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. They used to play that at Husson uh, all the time on Saturday night. Uh, you yeah. hear it all over the campus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, actually, one one album I wouldn't mind reviewing with you guys. Uh, my freshman year of college, I was at USM. And the Cure's uh, "Disintegration" I do was released. That. Yeah. yeah, that album uh, makes me think of my freshman year of college and just being away from home. And it was like one of those albums that kind of got me through, like being homesick yeah. for whatever reason. And not that I, I'm not even a big Cure fan, but I really, really, really like that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so and when I hear it now, it kind of brings me back to that time mm-hmm. definitely definitely when i listen to the doors mm-hmm. that makes me um oh christian now this is interesting uh, let me okay. interrupt you for a minute sure chris just texted me texted me and <laughs> that now does this make sense to you my phone died. I wanted to congratulate you on one year of the show. It happened on the 15th, and tonight is your 26th show. That's awesome. Okay, so if his phone died, how is he texting me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. That's awesome. Uh, that's funny, yeah. Um. I remember I had a cassette tape of the Doors' greatest hits that I used to play in high school um, mm-hmm. a lot. So when I hear Doors songs, it typically takes me back to listening to that song and uh, th- that album in my bedroom. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, I want to kiss her, but she won't let me. <laughs> that brings me back to you listening to that song in your house and your living room, and your mother going, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> why are you listening to that where'd you get that song anyway? good old dr demento exactly uh he was awesome yeah oh, man, definitely. <laughs> i like to uh, get off the table mabel the two dollars is for the beer remember <laughs> that song yes <laughs> uh, it was one of my favorites actually i mentioned um i was going over a list of my favorite things last week and I brought up my favorite radio station and it's not now, but back in the day, uh, WTOS was my favorite radio station yeah. like way, way back. And part of it was because of Dr. Demento. And I brought that up and how you and I would listen to it and tape the shows and yeah. then listen to them afterwards. Every Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dead yeah. Like puppies. late Sunday night. It's like you didn't listen to it like while school was in session. You listened right, to right. it like, during vacations and whatnot. That was, that was the best. Yeah. All right. Well, we can wrap it up. Uh, okay. It's been about an hour and a half. So 10 4. Yeah. And, Excellent. uh, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for joining and thanks, Sandy, for uh, chiming yeah. in as well. Thanks, Sandy. I hope yeah. it's warm way over there. Way over there in the, uh, in the northwest absolutely oh you're in the northwest okay. yeah she's in the northwest she's up in portland oregon oh yeah. okay i thought you were in cali yeah right. <laughs> chris chris thought she was uh or maybe i did too i think sandy's moved around some but she has been in the northwest for a little bit now but yeah sweet it's beautiful yeah. up there yeah yeah good good excellent right. have a good night sir okay see you bud yeah, yeah take see care. you sandy